0: the Post NAM episode of the Cigar Boss Guitar Builder, and we've got absolutely nothing to say about NAM. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with NAM, it's just I didn't go. There's some really good videos online, so if you want to go and check that out and see what was happening at NAM, go and do that. Um, actually, all jokes aside, uh, there was one post that I saw on Facebook from um, one of our alumni uh, who has uh, a cigar box guitar actually at uh, at Nam, and uh, I can't remember the name of the company. I will search it for you. Uh, and it's it's uh, I want to say Michael, uh, the photographer. Anyway, I'll put that up. Look, obviously, uh, we as a we as an industry. Aren't going to be very heavily represented at uh, at Nam and uh, and uh, you know that's 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 probably a, a good thing and it's also maybe not such a good thing. Um, it's certainly an industry uh, an industry thing, isn't it? You know, it's it's something that's been designed for um, you know for the big for the big builders and because uh, it does cost an absolute fortune to have a stall there. Um, there's Some interesting podcasts from uh, that were done a, a year or so ago uh, by Paul Roney and uh, and Sully when they were doing the uh, the, the uh, Luthierist podcast. Uh, go and check out their Nam editions. They were talking about, especially with uh, Ormsby Perry Ormsby from Australia, uh, about uh, the cost of renting carpet. Uh, it's it's quite astronomical the prices that you know some of these people are. All these people are paying to uh, to go to to go to Nam, so I can't I can't see myself presenting Birdwood guitars at Nam for probably a very long time, if ever. Um, it's also obviously something for very uh, for companies which are very 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 well established as well. And um, uh, Christopher uh, uh, Amarasi, uh, uh, that's his name. That's the uh, that's the he's a. Californian photographer slash uh, cigar box guitar player. Um, go and check out. Uh, go and check out his work. It's uh, it's beautiful. There's a, an Italian. I believe it's an Italian uh, cigar box guitar building company or a guitar building company which have actually done a signature model of his. And it was apparently at NAM So uh, go and uh, check it out if uh, if you want to, Christ- Christopher. Amoroso, Amoroso, um, that's off the top of my head, so I do apologise. Uh, I will put the link, uh, put, put his fa- Facebook link in the, uh, uh, in the show comments. Um, one, of the ra- one of the main reasons for the podcast today was uh, to introduce uh, a new segment to the show, which is going to be uh, Your Music. Uh, last week we had a fantastic tune from uh, John Nickel, and uh, who is one of my favourite um, artists, cigar box guitar playing artists. Uh, his albums are great. His songs are absolutely fantastic. Go and check him out. Um, uh, we did put a song on the end of the show last week. Uh, this week we uh, we have a sh- uh, uh, a tune which has been. Uh, brought in and sent in by uh, one of our listeners, so thank you very much, and I'll introduce that with all the details a little bit later, Uh, but we want you, we want you, we want your music, so if you've got uh, mp3s of some of the tunes which you've recorded on Cigarbox guitar or the like um, please send it through to birdwood.guitars at gmail.com and we will endeavor to to play your uh, track on uh, on the end of the show. Uh, so we're, we're, we've got one so far. Um, I'm going to put out some more Facebook posts as well in the meantime and on the group. But uh, it would be lovely to hear some of your tunes, some of your uh, your renditions. Anyway, I wanted to have a chat today about something that's happened that was fairly big news uh, through a few of the groups. I know that Shane uh, Spiel had jumped on board and, and he's he had put uh, a comment which related, which related to, uh, to what had happened. I'm not going to pick sides on this at all. I'm just I'm going to try and stay uh, a neutral bystander, which I think is important if you're presenting a show. Um, and what I wanted to discuss, and I, I'm hoping I might be able to speak to the man himself uh, in relation, you know, not just about what's happened recently, but also about his, his guitar building. Uh, is what's happened between um, the wonderful Rob Robel uh, from Ro- uh, Rob's Guitars, Rob Robel Guitars, and Lace Sensor pickups. Um, now, I'm not affiliated with either either of the companies. I'm not. I've spoken to Rob back and forwards uh, a couple of times to try and organise an interview, which at the end of last year, which we're hoping to get going this year. Um, Now Rob as you may or may not know is a builder of some very 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 beautiful high-end cigar box guitars. Uh, He uses reclaimed timbers, he builds um, absolutely stunning stunning instruments. Uh, He laminates gorgeous pieces of timber together to create uh, stunning works of art which are beautifully playable. Um, I have some customers here in Australia who have uh, who have actually purchased uh, his guitars uh, as well, and speak very, 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 very highly of the instruments. Uh, so Rob's a very, very well-respected member of our cigar box guitar building community. Um, he has a he has a uh, a style uh, about him about his builds, which is quite. Um, Distinct, uh, very elegant, uh, beautiful headstocks. As I said, lovely laminated timbers. Um, he really shows off the timbers to uh, to the extreme, uh, in a good way. Uh, he uses beautiful cigar boxes uh, as well, and um, his work is uh, finished off with a lace uh, matchbox pickup. So, Rob's been working for quite a while with Lace Pickups um, and I'm not going to go into the business between them because I don't know anything about it, but from uh, the point of view of a watcher, from the point of view of somebody who is um, very interested in seeing cigar box guitar builders um, successful. You know, this show's always been about... I mean, I'm quite happy to promote Birdwood Birdwood Guitars uh, and and my store, but this show's always been about you guys uh, and and our ability to help each other. So it was a little upsetting to see a post recently about lace uh, actually importing uh, or mass-producing cigar box guitars out of China. Now, I'm gonna put my foot down right now and say, I actually don't, I don't actually have a problem with any company mass producing out of China. I don't, I, I'm gonna be very honest about that. I know that the uh, the stalwart uh, traditional builders out there are going to throw things at their radios and probably wanna turn me off at the moment, but I'm gonna be very honest with you, I don't actually have a problem with companies mass producing an instrument for the market. Uh, I always believe that if a, a customer's going to do, uh, gonna do they, they'll, they'll pick and choose you know um, it's I think at this point cigar box guitar building can go two ways. It will either not get any bigger and stay a cottage industry as you know as as it was maybe 10 years ago or, it will become a bit more mainstream and I actually think I'm, I'm more along the lines and I'm hoping in a way that things go a little bit more mainstream. Uh, it's not going to stop people wanting to build their own guitars and their own instruments but what, it, what we might find is that there are larger companies who will think, look this is a pretty good way you know, to increase sales. and want to develop their own line of cigar box guitars. Now, with that in mind, I, I do believe that there is probably a right way and a wrong way to do it. And in my opinion, the right way would be to actually do it properly and do it really, really well. And I'm gonna bring up uh, two companies that I've interviewed in the past and I'll talk about C.B. Giddy, and I will talk about M.G.B., um, who build, manufacture, uh, and sell ready-made cigar box guitars, canjos, uh, ukuleles, uh, for a market. Now, if we're talking about mass-produced, we're not talking about 300 units a day being built, uh, as per uh, one of the companies which um, I'll put a link to uh, in, in the down in the uh, down in the information section, uh, if you go and do a Google search of Chinese-made cigar box guitars, there's a couple of companies that come up. Forget about Alibaba because they don't have it. It'll say they do, but they don't really have them. Uh, but there are companies out there that are doing cigar box, for example, cigar box uh, ukuleles. Uh, There's a beautiful... I'm going to say this because they look absolutely stunning. They're $88 US uh, wholesale. Um, uh, Alessi, I think it's called. Um, I will put the comments down in the section. Um, They are... They're producing somewhat in excess of 3,000 units a month. 3,000 units a month. Now, you have a think about that. That's... And that's just the one line in one particular line. So uh, they also build resonator guitars. They also build um, uh, ukule- standard ukuleles and things like that as well. Steel-bodied. My, it's all ukes, for example. Okay. Um, but you, we don't here in Australia. I don't really see very many of them. But I'm sitting there and I'm looking at that. And I own a shop, and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at it and I'm thinking to myself, I'm looking at a really nice looking product there which all of a sudden I'm looking at that and I'm thinking Daddy Mojo and I'm thinking Daddy Mojo and Daddy Mojo is another big company well when I say big company they're a relatively successful company Uh, they're quite well known and but they wouldn't be producing that many a month let's 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 be brutally honest about that it's still hands-on manufacturing isn't it so the question would be to produce three thousand of these instruments a month what has to give See, when I look at the guys and I look at the videos of, you know, of, of uh, 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 CB Giddy in the factory when they're putting, you know, when they're, when they're actually building the guitars, it's all done by hand, guys. You know, and I know that there's people out there who poo-poo the, you know, poo-poo the, uh, the, the MGBs and the, and, the, and the CB Giddys and, uh, and that type of thing, but let's be honest, you know, these guys are still putting, toge- putting together guitars by hand. Now they may be in some cases using mass-produced parts from China, but ultimately that's just good business sense, isn't it? It really is, let's be honest. Um, you know, for you out there as a purchaser who may be deciding, look, you know, I'm a little bit too hot. I'll be straight up and tell you, I order all of my all of my fret fretboards uh, pre-cut, um, not slotted, but I order all my fretboards from MRWS from Mark Wilmot. I contact Mark. Say Mark, what have you got? I need some blackwood fretboards. Mark's only 700 kilometres from me up in Brisbane, so I contact Mark, Mark always sends me a good product and it's ready and it's all I have to do is measure the, is get the width right and also, uh, you know, cut them for frets. that's all I have to do, um, but there's still a lot of work in that and my shoulders, I still do everything by hand in in, in, in the workshop, and you know I've got arthritis in both my shoulders, and it's very, very, very difficult. So Mark, for example, now uh, has um, pre-pre-made fretted necks. So I'm ordering. I'm actually ordering a few of those, and I've found those to be absolutely fantastic. I know 100% that Michael Breedlove uh, at MGB, he's also got uh, he's also got a range there, uh, range of those, and CB Giddy, of course, uh, who are doing the same kind of thing. So. I don't see anything wrong with that. I really really don't. But when it comes to them putting guitars together and selling and creating guitars for you to buy as a consumer, they're still doing them all by hand. So the question is, you know, how many are they producing a week? You know, I I would be looking at them and thinking it's it's <laughs> you know, it's it's certainly not going to be 750 units a week. You know, it's 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 not. So something, you know, you're losing a little bit, that's where you're kind of maybe losing that, that, that little bit of soul that we're talking about, you know, with, with getting things in from China. Um, the Audi guitars or the guitars that you might find at Kmart or, or uh, you know, the little cardboard uh, pre-packaged guitar, cigar box guitars, uh, we find them at here in Australia at Audi quite often or at Big W, you might find them at Walmart in the, the United States or wherever you shop in the UK or Europe. Uh, or or anywhere else in the world, for that matter. Um, But let's call a spade a spade. These things, they're a bit shitty, aren't they? Let's be honest. It's a $30 cigar box guitar made out of cardboard and very, very, very short scale. The Piozzo's placed in a shocking spot. They sound horrible, they play horrible, they feel horrible, they are horrible, but they're only $30. And they're a great way for kids to kind of get involved, get interested and go, well, I want something better, now what? So. You know there's a lot there's a lot to be said about about picking and choosing thing I've got a little bit of a a BMI bonnet about and I'll be honest with you is with the split uh, marks left uh, and stopped uh, ordering uh, and installing lace uh, pi- lace matchbox pickups in his guitars and obviously one of the reasons for that is that lace are now producing these uh, Chinese-made, mass-producing these Chinese-made cigar box guitar units out of out of China. Um, I don't know the business arrangements behind it, and I'm quite honestly, I think Lace are more a well within their rights to do whatever they want to do as part of their business. 100%. Uh, I don't think that the guitars are a copy of what Rob does. They aren't. Um, I've had a look at them online. Uh, they're attractive, I mean they are attractive. They're not made from cigar boxes, but then again, half of my guitars aren't made from cigar boxes, so let's, I'll call it, I'm quite happy to quite happy to, 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 to say that I use, uh, I, I don't make all of my guitars from cigar boxes and I, I advertise them as, as art boxes, because I, I like to use artwork on, on quite a few of my boxes as well and I've been doing so for four years now, I've been doing it for a long time. Uh, so i don't have a I don't have a BM of bonnet about that uh, Rob obviously feels that this is something that he's upset about it's it's not uh, and whether or not I don't know the details again or what's happened or words that have been said between the two companies uh, but Rob's well within his rights to be upset about what's going on and at the same time I think lace are probably quite within their rights to, to manufacture and produce, or have manufactured and produce anything they want. It's, a, it's an open market isn't it, and they haven't ripped off Rob's design, they're quite a standard looking cigar box guitar type instruments, however, what I do have a BMW bonnet about is something really quite shocked me. For a company as big as Lace, who have been around as long as Lace, and appeared in countless guitar magazines and, you know, and, and promotional for years and years and years. These are not, a, this is not a new company. And they're obviously very, very, they build their own electric guitars. I'm not a big fan of them. I don't think they look very crash-hot, but I'm sure they play beautifully. However, I do have a BMA bonnet about, about something that I did see, and... The thing that got me was, everyone knows, if you know me, you know I have a bit of a bonnet about machine heads that are facing the wrong way. Now, for those people who may be new listeners or new to guitar building, if you put a machine head in the wrong way, what's gonna happen is the string tension is going to pull the, the, the screw away from the cob, and you're going to end up with tuning instability, you're gonna end up with tuning problems. Now, these are four-string cigar box guitars that where the machine heads have been installed backwards in the photos and it's on the website it's on the website it's this is this is guitar building 101 you know it's it's I, I don't get it I don't understand how uh, a guitar business can put an instrument, and this is, this, is not, this is not, you know, ma and pa cigar box guitar business that makes three, you know, three cigar box guitars every two months, you know, and sticks them on Etsy, you know, or pops them on the internet, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not patronising people who are doing that, I'm far from. They're the the soul of of our uh, our business, but I'm talking about a company which is pumping out big dollars. They had some on sale for 350 US. Now, by the time I went to go and buy one of those, by the time I organised postage to Australia, which is where I'm from, and 350 dollars is around about 460 dollars Australian. And you've got the machine heads turned around backwards? Are you kidding me? Not happy Jan. I'd rather fork out the extra bickies and get a Rob Roble guitar, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'd be happy to wait for it. And i, I that really got me, I really, really got me. See if it were me, and I'm just saying if it were me, and I know I've got I've got a big builder like Rob in my stable using my pickups and I've gone, you know what, I tell you what, that Rob Robles onto something, he's onto something, why don't we as a company start producing, mass producing cigar box guitars. Now I, keep in mind, I haven't spoken to any of the, either of these, pe- uh, these companies, either of the people we're talking about, either Lace or Rob. But, if it were me and I was running lace, the first thing I would do would be go to Rob and say, look Rob, we're, actually, we're really interested in, in going gung-ho on these cigar box guitars. We'd like to bring you on as a consultant. And you get a percentage of every one of these cigar box guitars sold if you help us set them up right. If you help us develop our cigar box guitars. You, you know, you're using someone in the industry who you're obviously, you're obviously still, now that would've, if it were me, if I were Rob in that situation, hello, ka yeah baby. Absolutely, because you could probably also find out you'd start getting your you'd start getting your pickups for 50% off, or you know, or 20% off. You would probably get a good deal on those pickups, that's for sure. If you were a consultant anyway, and you're still making your own guitars, but if that were me, if I were Lace, that's what I would have done. I would have actually offered offered Rob a job in that case as a consultant to help set everything up, and then giving him giving him a, and that's but that's just me. Hey, look, who am I? You know. I got a little shop in the little shop in the Blue Mountains, and you know, and I and I produce a measly 120 guitars a year. So, you know, that's 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 just me. But it's it, it's a bit of food for thought, isn't it? You know, where it's an untidy situation. Look, Rob will move on. Rob will find an awesome pickup. You know, whether or not he goes, uh, he needs something. I think which is, you know, which moving forward has you know has a bit of pedigree about it let's be honest uh i think for rob's guitars and i think that's one of the one of the selling points of rob's beautiful guitars is that is that pickup but as i've seen on some of the threads out there the facebook threads there's a lot of different pickup companies out there um elmar's pickups uh, i know he's taking a break for a while so unfortunately probably rob won't be able to do much with that you know, there's obviously CB Giddy who who are doing the flat wound pickups, um, MGB uh, who do the flat wound pickups as well. Uh, whether or not uh, those that will help, those types of pickups will help speed production along for for Rob. Um, you know, not, and have him not having to cut into the bodies again. Otherwise, you know, there's there's you know there's the beautiful. Mortal Coil pickups that I use in my Lightning Boy guitars, which uh, which um, Mark Wilmot at MRWS uh, produces, and I, I they're a single coil pickup. I absolutely adore them. I love them to death. Uh, so that's a, that might be an option for Rob as well. Um, you know, they're they're an investment again, but they're absolutely beautiful, and I think the timbers that Mark uses uh, on those pickups as well are definitely. Um, are definitely worth looking at uh, they' they're absolutely beautiful so that that would be a, a definite suggestion you know so going forward what's going to happen who knows you know Mark will con- uh, mark uh, Rob will continue on building absolutely beautiful instruments you know I hope lace get it together um, I think they're you know for, for, for the type of instrument that they' that they're producing out there they're obviously still using the lace the lace pickup but if the rest of the guitars as well put together as the headstock was from the one I saw with the mach- backwards machine heads I don't know if the quality is going to be there but you know if anyone out there's got one and you're listening and you've got one and you and and i'm wrong hey please call me out on it you know let us know put put some uh you know put a message in the comments there for us let us know all right so here now we've got a top tip so this is a uh, a birdwood guitars top tip when building a cigar box guitar. You can use this as well if you build standard guitars as well. Just a little trick. One of the things that I really don't like is waste. I prefer very much not to waste uh, anything if I possibly can help it. And one of the things that I have been having, I've never really been able to use has been the the nail from the rivets now you know we use the rivets generally of course if you you, you'd probably know this by now but we use the rivets in the tail end of the guitar to lock the strings behind the bridge uh, usually through uh, the rear of the through necks and the idea is then that we it doesn't but the the, the, uh, the strings don't bite into the timber now, especially if you're using uh, a softer timber like pine, um, which you know, which is which is a fine which is a, a fine timber to use in my opinion, uh, as long as you are using a good decent chunky sized fretboard to to keep that neck straight and reinforce it on the inside. Uh, that is important. Uh, I wouldn't make uh, a, a pine neck guitar that didn't have a a fingerboard on it uh, in a uh, a slightly more dense material. Anyway, that's getting off the point. So, when we use the rivets, I end up with the nail that comes through the rivet. I can't remember what the proper name, the terminology for it is, but you know what I'm talking about when I talk about the nail. I've always wondered what to do with, with those nails, and I had an no idea this point. Now you can use them as frets, as I've mentioned. Now I've done a video of this for the YouTube channel, the Cigarbox Box Guitar Builder YouTube channel. But there, a lot of people don't even know a that we have the group. If you can, if you want to head over and join the group, if you've been listening to this and you want to join the group, come over and join the Facebook group uh, of the same name as the show. Uh, and we also have the YouTube channel, so by all means, pop over and check out the uh, the videos there. Um, now i have got the video up but this is just for those people who don't like youtube or just won't get a chance to look at it this is just an idea fret position markers absolutely worked brilliantly it works really 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 well uh so what i did was once i uh had removed the uh the, the rivet or the plug or whatever you want to call it from uh the the nail of the rivet rivet makes me sound like a frog um, of the rivet uh, what I did was I cut it into um, five or six mil lengths just using a pair of pliers now it's depending on the uh, the, the width of the rivet that you're using uh, you may decide you might want to um, actually pop it in a pop it in a vise and just dremel it uh, you know and or hacksaw it off uh, I was able to use some um, I've got some pretty decent pliers. Uh, pretty heavy-duty pliers, and I was actually able to use the, uh, the pliers to um, slice about six mil off the uh, off the um, off that nail end. Now, what did work quite well, uh, and the thing that I actually quite liked about using the, um, the pliers was that it actually gave a sharp edge to um, to the uh, to that little length of, of metal, and um, I was actually able to hammer that in to the pilot holes, uh, I did two mil pilot holes, uh, and I was actually able to hammer those in and not need super glue. They just hammered straight in and with, without an issue, uh, leaving about a millimetre, half a millimetre to a millimetre sticking out the side of the neck. Now, obviously, you're gonna need to file that down uh, because, let's face it, you, you're gonna cut someone if you don't, so it'll be relatively uncomfortable. So. Um, what i use is i use the top of my belt sander Um, i've got a belt sander you know one of the disc and belt sander combination things from ryobi Um, and i was actually able to sand that back and then i hit it with a bit of 400 grit sandpaper uh, and it really brought up uh after that and it really brought up a a really really beautiful shine it was uh it looked brilliant um i'm actually going to use it in uh in the top of the next uh as well uh, on my next build Um, The belt sander made it a lot easier obviously to uh, to sand down, but uh, be careful because you do get sparks and if you've got a lot of wood dust around, uh, like I had today, um, it was a bit scary and uh, I have at the moment in the workshop a fair bit of wood dust uh, about because my vacuum cleaner broke uh, and I'm in the middle of a heap of orders at the moment and having to restock the shop uh, because in the beginning of March there's actually uh, a very big festival up here at Katoomba uh, which I'm gearing up for to try and have you know a heap of cigar box guitars in the shop ready to go for that so I'm it's pretty much hell-bent for leather in the workshop and without a, a, a vacuum cleaner a shop vac for the last couple of weeks uh, it's, I've really built up a lot of dust. So. Make sure your work area is, is is safe and free of dust before you use your belt sander on the uh, on the metal. Um, probably it's not really great for the belt sander anyway, but you know it's it's a uh, it makes life a lot easier, and I actually find it's a bit safer than having to try and um, run a run a hand file over those bits because. Knowing me, I'll slip and I'll cut my fingers, or I'll slip and I'll gouge a piece out of the out of the fingerboard or fretboard. So anyway, um, just to finish off, uh, I've also been using uh, a couple of cool products. So I'll talk about some products now as well. So we had our little cool tip for the week: um, use uh, the nails from the rivets to uh, as dot position markers on the sides of the neck, or dot position markers. Uh, in between your frets, so very, very cool. I thought that was that, that worked really well for me. Um, a couple of products that have really stood out to me this week uh, that I have personally used. Uh, I'm not endorsed by either of these companies, but I do like uh, spreading the love. Uh, I use com- I use product from. Uh, a variety of different companies depending on what the product is. I'm not endorsed or sponsored by any of these companies. Um, and here we go. So the first one is that I wanted to talk about uh, was the um, <laughs> I've just gone black. Uh, the $5 pickup from MGB. Uh, I've used that in a couple of uh, my builds. Uh, over the last couple of uh, last couple of weeks, and customers have actually really, really, really liked the sound. Uh, they've really loved the uh, the lo-fi kind of quality uh, of the pickup. Um, it's not a super high output pickup by the sound of it. It's it's quite a low output pickup. Um, I did, we did an A/B comparison, the customer and I, in in the shop, as he was choosing which guitar to take, uh, between one of the four-pole single coil uh, little pickup kits that you can either buy from eBay or from any of your major uh, any of your major suppliers. I tend to buy those ones every now and again from eBay. Um, we, I actually found, and the customer and I actually found, that there was a lot less 60 cycle hum uh, with that little pickup than with the, um, the uh, four pole uh, single coil pickup uh, that I'd gotten from eBay. And they're the ones that, the, the four pole single coil ones from eBay are the ones that come with the volume and the tone control uh, already. Wired up, uh, and you have to actually—you have to attach an earth wire to the breech or to uh, where the strings are mounted somehow. Uh, which the guitar that we were testing, of course, was because I don't—I I don't have any of my magnetic pickups unearthed. They have to be earthed. Um, so that was the—that was the. Um that was the, uh, the the first product uh, that I used the second product that I've used um, was from uh, MRWS uh, from uh, from Brisbane here in Australia and uh, it was actually one of the prefab uh, fretboard uh, fretboard necks with the frets installed um, I'm getting to a point now where it's it's getting very 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 busy for us um, and because it's just me I've got to try and find ways to speed up production and yet still keep uh, still keep a good quality product on the bench and for my customers so I uh, was talking to Mark Wilmot and uh, I got a couple of Mark's new uh, fretted fretboards and we've just installed one on a neck it's cut the the neck building time for me in half. It's beautiful. Uh, it, it's uh, there's these ones are rosewood, as I understand it. He's going to be bringing out uh, a range of other timbers as well uh, for you to use. Uh, this is just a, from a conversation I had with him a, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but as far as I know, it's those those fretboards are absolutely beautiful. So if uh, if you're interested, go and get in contact with uh, Mark. Uh, Wilmot at MRWS for those fretboards. Uh, the five-dollar pickups were from MGB in uh, the United States. Uh, they again, fantastic product. Uh, I've also got, and I'll do a little, uh, I'll do a little review on it. Um, I also got one of MGB's uh, cone resonator cones and covers. Uh, that's going into uh, a build at the moment, and I'll give you a bit of feedback on on that. Uh, in the next in the next couple of weeks, and uh, yeah, there, there, there's some really great products around. So um, it's interesting when talking to people or reading Facebook um, Facebook uh, uh, information, um, you know, the, the posts and things like that, because it, it seems that, that some people, you know, people get very quite militant about the, the companies that that they order stock from. Um, look, that's all well and good. I'm very loyal to all of the companies that that I order from. Um, if uh, I know, and you know, I've I've interviewed the guys from you know from the three major cigar box guitar uh, supplier companies uh, that we know of. There's all there's many other um, there's many other um, smaller, uh, and I say that word smaller with a great deal of respect. Uh, suppliers out there, Elmar uh, Ziehoffer, if I've pronounced your name. Poorly, I apologise. Um, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's other suppliers like Randy Brett's, who who makes the most beautiful bone and timber slides. Um, you know, we, we've spoken, of course, to Doc from uh, Rocky Mountain Slide Company. Uh, uh, Randy Bretts uh, was, sorry, Randy Bretts' Timber and Bone Slides, it's uh, Mojo Tone Works. Okay, so go and check that out. Uh, if you're here in Australia, we sell uh, Randy Slides at uh, at Birdwood Guitars. Uh, you can check us check those out at birdwoodguitars.com. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of, uh, we've got, we're very lucky. Uh, we're, there are a lot of suppliers out there stocking us with some really, really interesting stuff. Uh, Some really great stuff. I'm not saying you know don't be loyal to you know to those people you know that that you've been ordering from, but don't you know don't cut off your nose to spite your face. There's a lot of there's a lot of really good suppliers out there, and there's a lot of really 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 good uh, product up for sale, uh, you know, and product that you can actually use on your builds. So you know go and check out you know go and check out that other guy. Go and check out you know if you haven't used. Mrws, go and check out Mrws. If you haven't used MGB, go and check them out. Uh, if you haven't used Giddy, go and check out. You know, go and check out all the guys. You know, share the love around. You know, that's 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 my that's my opinion. That's where I come from. You know, I I wouldn't expect. I'd, I'd never really expect a, a cigar box guitar player to only buy a Birdwood guitars. You know, I've got um, some wonderful customers of mine who've become, uh, you know, very, very, you know, very close, uh, you know, very close friends, who don't just buy Birdwood guitars. You know, there's that, that's, one uh, that's one 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 gentleman that I've uh, that you know I've been friends with for quite a while. Uh, he's he's he buys ukes from all over the place, and he buys cigar box guitars from all over the place. And you know, he's got one of Rob Robles, uh, you know, Lace Sensor cigar box guitars, uh, you know, from when Rob was, you know, using their pickups. Uh, he absolutely loves it, you know. And I I share the love, man. You know, it's. There's a lot of people out there who've got some really good products, so go and check out the, you know, if I say go and check out the little guys too, go and check out the little guys too. You know, they need your business as well. You know, if you find something you really, really love, go and, you know, go and stick with them. You know, but it's like the pickups, I use a, I use a mass range of pickups, you know, in, in, my, you know, in my builds. Uh, and maybe at a later date, I'll talk more about you know all of the different pickups, or maybe you know we'll do a measurement test. Or, but I always figure why, you know, the measurement thing with it, when you're measuring how many k's something is. It's it's interesting, you know, because I can guarantee that that pickup that I put in that little five dollar pickup has got less wines than, uh, you know, that uh, the the Chinese you know mass-produced Chinese. Um, Actually, it's, as far as I know, it's, it's MGB, actually, I think they import import those little pickups from China anyway, so it's, as far as I know, I don't think they're made in the US, but um, there's less wines on that particular, that little $5, $5 pup, and I actually preferred that sound to the pickup that had more wines, uh, you know, it's, what do you do? You know, and then there's you know, then there's Mark who's got Mark Wilmot from MRWS who's got those uh, amazing, amazingly beautiful, uh, uh, mortal coil pickups, the ones he does with the Aussie uh, the Aussie Timbers, and they're just like they just have this mega sound. You know, they're almost like a P90 to me. You know, I just that's why I put them in, you know, my premium Lightning Boy builds because they're they're all handmade. There's something really special about those. You know, so. Uh, I have got one of c and I used to use quite a bit of C b giddy stuff um, uh, here in Australia. I just found that the 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 postage was was getting the, the cost especially when the Aussie dollar took a took a nasty dive it was starting to get a little bit difficult uh, to to order from uh, but i 'm always looking at, um, at ben's stuff uh, and you know it's there's some really innovative things coming through you know from from c b giddy as well so Get out there and check out those guys. Check out the little guys. Uh, look on your Facebook groups and Facebook pages and see if there's anyone out there who you can support as well. Uh, you know, if it's a, if it's a local, uh, if it's your local merchant or your local local timber supplier, you know, give them a give them a bit of a buzz, give them a hoot. You know, say put a, put a link up and say, hey, look, you know, if anyone else is near me you know, and you, you you build guitars and you you need a good timber guy, here's your timber guy, here's someone you can go and check out. So, you know, share the love around, guys. Well, thank you. It's the end of the podcast. And uh, as promised, I have a uh, a tune from one of our listeners, uh, Bert Philbrick, uh, who has sent in an original tune called Bottomlands. It was played on his homemade three-string uh, fretless guitar. Um, and uh, here it goes. So, by all means, uh, thank you again for listening. Uh, please click and uh, follow the show. Uh, join the, um, the Facebook group. Uh, also, check us out on YouTube as well. Uh, there's a lot of things going on. It's, everything's under the same name of the uh, Cigarbox Guitar Builder. So, again, it's been Adam, and uh, we'll leave you with, uh, with Phil, uh, Bert Philbrick's original tune, Bottomlands.